I'm Vince Roca. Did he say Venti Mocha? And my super special guest is Michael Hutchinson. Yay! It sounds like you're cutting out, though. I'm cutting out on my mic. Oh, you're not cutting out. It's the... Is it better? It's gone now. Yeah. I feel like I'm in the have optometrist. You, have you lost Camera it completely? Yeah, I lost it completely now. Oh. Is there anything still playing right now? Yeah. Like well, you can, can you hear no. me? Oh, I had it for a second. No. Nope. Yeah, it's because this thing's gotten ripped out a couple of times. Uh, all right. Are you not? Yeah. No, it's it's fine now. All right. Can you, now. Okay. can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, good. We'll try that. Uh, the audience is really excited <laughs> by this sound check. <laughs> Once again, I am using the Sennheiser 416 microphones if things sound a little differently because I want to test these microphones. You want to get as close as you can to it. Like a, a I know, but it's nice being able to lean back. Well, you can lean. <laughs> just move this way and then lean back. That's and all you that way do. you just look straight up at it. Hello there. Well, you don't have to look at it, but it should be pointed. The tip of it should That's be right pointed point at your mouth. Yeah. Uh, so what's new and exciting, man? Uh, Daniel called me. Oh my God! Your I son know, is right? I, in Australia. Uh, he's no longer in Australia, so he went Australia, New Zealand. So we talked about him being on a cruise, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's can, on a. He, he is working on a cruise ship and uh, sailing the seven seas. Yeah, so he's on. So he went uh, Australia, New Zealand was where he started. Mm-hmm. From there, he went to Bora Bora and Tahiti. Nice. And now he's in Hawaii. Okay. And he's there for a couple days, so that's why I'm able to call him now, or he called me, actually. Because back in the Americas. Because he can. And I guess they had a, what they call an overnight, so they didn't have to stay on the ship. However, his schedule was really messed up, so he'd have to work an hour, then you'd have like five hours off, then have to work an hour. Mm. But they did have like an overnight where they could stay off the ship okay. if it was possible, but they make it, he says they make it so you can't stay off the ship. Right. Um, I mean... It would make sense. Yeah, safety reasons or whatever. Imagine so. Sure. Um, yeah, so I don't that, know why you'd want to stay off the ship. Like, the ship's free. If you stay off the ship, you have to pay for a hotel. Well, yeah, but you've also been living in, he said it's you know super small quarters yeah. with a roommate. Right. And his roommate is a 40-year-old uh, Armenian, I think. Okay. Uh, maybe not Armenian, but something like that. So it's because there are 25, there are 1,200 crew members on this boat. Mm-hmm. 25 of them are American. Okay. Um, so, you know, they pair... They, but I they guess, all speak English. Yeah, they Most all speak them, English. Yeah. I mean, if I they're working in laundry, they probably don't speak English that much, but... Well, he uh, said the majority of them are actually Filipino. Yeah. And they are career doing it. Like, this, that's their career. Yep. Uh, they don't get paid very much, but what they do get paid, like his roommate uh, sends all his money home, because yeah. what he makes in the six months is what he could make in like three years or something like yeah. that. He's living a, a life of luxury on the ship, plus all that money goes home and makes life better for their families, which is why there's always foreigners on these ships. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and they do try to get more Americans, but most Americans are like, I don't want to do that for that long, I guess, right. <clears throat> for that money. Right. Not that it's bad money. I don't know how much he makes exactly, but I don't know, room and board's paid for. So all it is is spending money. Uh, my understanding is the money is on par with a, a you know, like a okay wait waitressing or waiter. Yeah, I'm assuming here. it's probably like two thousand a month. Wait job here, which isn't bad. You know, on a side note, actresses don't want to be called wait or actresses anymore. They want to be called actors. So are we supposed to call waitresses waiters now? Are you going back to that girl you're talking about? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, back to, uh, back to Daniel. Uh, yeah. So, so he seems to be doing pretty good. He's not that excited about the job, but he likes it. Mm -hmm. He said the, the guy who's in charge of him 
uh, is Serbian and does not like Americans. So he really hasn't been training Daniel on what he's supposed to be doing. It's possible that he just doesn't like Daniel. I, I, that, <laughs> that I don't know. Right. Uh, so the stuff he's supposed to be learning there, he's not learning. So he's getting kind of bored. He does the setups you know, for like the lounges and stuff like that. But if you not think about it, stuff. though, all your Filipino employees are super grateful to have this job. It's like the greatest thing in the world. And all your American employees are probably very ungrateful. For the well, job. yeah, I think you know, the, the, so, for longevity, yeah, Americans aren't going to stay. Like Daniel's right. probably going to do six months and be gone. Right. So why bother training this guy? Where if it was a Filipino, how long has Daniel been doing it now? Uh, three months. He said he's just on his three month. Okay, all right. Anyway, so the guy isn't teaching him what he's supposed. No, to. so he he goes in and you know Daniel sets up all the little lounge acts is basically what he does, and he says it's okay, but it, it's everything's already preset. Mm-hmm. You know, all he does, he goes in and sets up the drum set, plugs in, and goes. There's no mic check or anything like that. He also said even for the big show. Um, you know, they always have the, the, the big theater on the cruise. Right. And he said that they don't do any kind of uh, mic checks. <clears throat> so they all go, uh, they're there like 10 minutes. They check to make sure they work and that's it. Which I think is kind of odd because if you're the, the performer there, don't you want to make sure that everything's 100% good to go? But apparently they're just that professional. They're like, I trust you guys. Okay. So that's what that's Daniel and what he's up to. His birthday oh. was last Oh, nothing week. exciting. Nothing oh, okay. exciting. No, well, he has not gotten fired. He's still, story. no, sorry. He hasn't gotten fired. I he's, just let you know where he's at. So. He's in Hawaii. Where does he go next? Uh, Seattle and then uh, Alaska for his last two months, I think. So he just kind what, of does circles around Alaska and Seattle. What cruise line? Uh, celebrity. Hmm. So then, yeah, I did up and down uh, Juneau and whatever I did that cruise. Did that Norwegian cruise from Seattle to uh, through Alaska, Juneau, and Skagway, and whatever, and then back. Yep, and you loved it. You said you'd love yeah, to go back. Never doing that again. <laughs> he did say it's all old people, and he said a lot of them are the ones. Yeah, you know, you've heard about in the radio or not the radio, like reading, like people are choosing to do this instead of going to assisted living or retirement homes because it's cheaper. He said a, a majority of the people on there are, the, are people like that who will. Choose to do that instead of going to a retirement home. How could it be cheaper? Uh, because you, it's whatever the flat fee is, and all your room and board is taken care of. So all your food, everything's taken care of, your activities. So it actually, in the long run, is cheaper than going into one of these retirement homes. There's a doctor on board if something were to happen. Oh, okay, so these aren't people who need uh, a lot of medical care. No, these um, aren't like the total assisted living. Where yeah, it's more okay. like uh, just the older. Uh, you know, you're talking about not assisted living. You're talking about retirement. people who might go into a retirement yeah, home, but instead yeah. they spend their time on a cruise ship. Yeah. But a cruise ship, cruise deals, I think, are like basically $100 a day, is 100 to 200 a day. Because a typical like seven-day cruise, I think you can get for, you know, on a deal, you can get for like 700 bucks, but typically around 1500 Of course, it depends on where the cruise is and where it's going. But um, we looked, we saw some... Uh, like 30-day Panama Canal, basically like California all the way to Florida sort of trips and things like that. They were like 15 grand for 30 days. So it's like $500 a day. Um, That seems kind of expensive. I think so too. So I don't know how these uh, people would find a cruise ship to be cheap. I mean, even a lot of them that like I was reading an article about a year and a half ago, two years ago about people doing that because it's cheaper. The three-day... Mexico cruise out of like 
whatever San Diego, Mexico, Ensenada cruise from Carnival is like 400 bucks a person. So it's like $100 a day a person. Yeah. So you and your wife, 30 days, that's 3000 each. It's six grand. How the fuck can it be cheaper? Six grand a month? I'm, like I, I, I don't know because you can get deals on cruises cheaper than hundred bucks a day. Yeah, but there's still you can still buy homes in the United States for fucking forty thousand dollars. Yeah, but then you're stuck in your home doing nothing. Okay, I mean here you got a maid, you have food any time of day or night, depending on what type of food you want, and right. and your cruise line, um, if food is included. I don't know. I think Daniel might be. I think maybe there are people on the boat for like a month. But I don't know that they're living on. <laughs> there are a lot of people who do that. It living is year it, round a thing. Yeah. Huh. All right. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Google I, it. I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe. So what else? Uh, that's it for Daniel. Like I said, yeah, no punchline, anything like that. Just found out that's that's what he's up to because I haven't talked to him in about three months. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, we oh we did the void. Should we talk about The Void? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, who'd you go to The Void with? With you. <laughs> <laughs> what is, would you like to describe to our listeners what The Void is? The Void is a Star Wars-based, themed, I guess I should well, say. Well, we went to a Star Wars one, but that's not just what The Void is. Oh, okay. Well, the one we went to was the Star Wars-themed virtual reality, uh, where we had to save the galaxy... It was all on us to be able to get the... I'm not really sure. It was a package. Was it just a lightsaber? I'm not really sure if that was the whole thing. Like, we had to get that box, the container. It was mandatory we got the container. But when that other guy got to the container, picked up the, opened it up and got the lightsaber, was that all we were trying to do? I'll be honest with you. I have no idea what the story was. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't just me. No, I didn't even... I, I'm not even sure that I knew that there was a story. Like... You know, the whole thing, the mission in the beginning, the so guy the, talks. So the void, it. well, yeah, I don't even remember. <laughs> the void is, yeah, I guess so. Uh, you, It's a virtual reality experience, um, and we were stormtroopers, and at some point we got guns, and we were able to shoot things. And I shot a bunch of stormtroopers. I fired at Darth Vader. And I don't know what else we were... I mean, we were just... And the monster. Don't forget about the monster. We were just... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That big, like, weird monster that came out that we kept shooting at. Um, but you you look at yourself, like, you look down at yourself, and you have uh, Stormtrooper hands, and you look at the other people. It was you, me, Deanna, and Shannon. And I look over at you guys, and you know, you're Stormtroopers as well. But... And it was amazing, but the virtual reality wasn't quite perfect because I tried touching like Deanna's breasts and they weren't in the right place. And then like, <laughs> like Deanna, yeah, Deanna and I bumped heads. And then there was a point, Shannon, there was a point where we were supposed to sit down for our spaceship journey and Shannon sat down and I was trying to get a, around Shannon Shannon, in my visual, Shannon wasn't in the place that Shannon actually was. So I kept colliding with Shannon. And I I imagine in reality, she, I don't know if her vision was as fucked up as mine. I was just like, I guess trying to shove her out of the way or running into her. <laughs> she so finally, she, she had to move over. She's like, she, I'll just yeah, move. she just moved over one seat and then all was fine. But you experienced this, the issue with when you were trying, trying to, get to grab your the guns. guns. Like, yeah, I couldn't. 
there's like a lag in where my hand was versus where my yeah, hand was. Yeah, there's, there's some sort so of... So Shannon, once again, she's in the middle of all this, was handing us the guns. <laughs> um, but I couldn't... Like, you see the gun there, but you couldn't grab it. Um, and then who did the puzzle? Who failed at the puzzle? Deanna first tried the puzzle. Okay. Which is the puzzle, I guess we should... So the puzzle is... It's like Simon, the old Simon, like Simon says, says. Yeah. You know, the green, yellow, blue. Anyway, and you're supposed to push the same ones... But your hand was off from where the buttons were in your virtual reality. So it was tough for us to push the right buttons. Did you try the puzzle? Yeah, I tried the puzzle. And did uh, Shannon? I don't think Shannon did. She was behind. So Deanna did it, and then I did it, and I think you did it because the robots started getting mad at us. Right. And then, and I think finally I succeeded, but only because I, I figured that you have to wait until the entire sequence is done before you start entering the, you're entering the sequence. Yeah. So it would go like blue, yellow, green, red. And it would go blue, and I'd hit blue, and then yellow, and I'd hit yellow, and then green, and then and then red, and that wasn't good enough. You'd wait for the thing to stop, which was finally on my last try, and I think I, I think it opened, or they might have just given up. It took us a long time <laughs> to get through it. It did, yeah, because we kept getting shot by stormtroopers. I would say that the most disappointing thing about the Void was that puzzle. Yeah. Um, and even the girl who was helping us out said she's tried it like 15 times and only did the puzzle it twice. Uh, yeah, the cashier girl at the end. Um, so the Void is uh, only in, it's, it's located in Anaheim, Dubai, Glendale, Las Vegas, Linden, Utah. Oh, why not? Why not Utah? <laughs> uh, London, Shepherd's Brush, London, Stratford City, uh, New York, Orlando, and Toronto. So when I saw that this thing was very kind of scarce and international, you know, Dubai and London, I thought, oh, you know, this is something. It's in our backyard. I mean, it's in Glendale. It's super close. Anaheim, we would, I would have never, we would have never made the track. No, probably not. In uh, Vegas, I guess if we were all in Vegas, then we might do it. But it's very doubtful. I know what the price in Vegas is. It's probably more, <laughs> yeah. In Glendale, it was like $30 a person for like 15 minutes. And in Vegas, I mean... I think $50 can still get you a show ticket, can it? Uh, I have not seen a show in a long time because I don't go up there to see shows. I yeah, just I go up know. to gamble and drink. Right. Um, but I don't think so. I go up there because there's Giordano's. That's the only thing that would bring <laughs> And then he me. leaves because he hates Vegas. <laughs> That's the only thing that would bring me to Vegas would really be Giordano's. I do hate Vegas. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I thought it was really cool. I liked the way you're still fully immersed. And even like, you know, the heat out of the lava, whatever, where the monster was, like you could feel the heat. I don't got recall warmer. that. It just got a little bit warmer. Um, and when you get shot, your chest like pulsates. Vibrations, yeah. yeah. And that was pretty neat. Um, so I don't know that we did it justice in explaining it, but if there is a void near you, uh, you should go. It is really cool. And it was $30 for 15 minutes. And that seemed pricey. But actually, when we were done, I was happy to be done with it after 15 minutes. And I actually think that it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. I mean, all the things, you know, if you look at it when you take your goggles off and it's just gray cubicles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But when you're in there, you know, you have to get on this elevator thing that pushes you, a transporter that's going to push you over to the next one. Yeah. You're afraid of falling You're afraid off of falling, it. yeah. Um, so Which I, you're, I, not, you're never on a platform. You're never on a plank, but it seems like you're on a plank. Yeah, you know, you're looking down, and, you know, there's lava being, you know, the stormtroopers as you kill them off are falling into this. And uh, it's, I think it's very cool. I like the experience. Yeah, you're yeah. actually wandering around an empty room that you're in little cubicle areas. Uh, but 
I don't I don't think I ever ran into a wall or anything other than the wall. I mean, the, I guess we did touch walls and there's but they're there in virtual reality there. Yeah, they're there as the walls because, like, the, the elevator door would open up. It's a trip. It's really cool. Yeah, it's like even getting into the elevator. We got in the elevator and we're going down. It looks like you're actually going down. You know, you see all the different things floor by floor. You could definitely see uh, this technology advancing to perfection and, you know, not having that latency and really being really being awesome. So I, I can see why... Uh, VR has been a thing that's been pushed, and those goggles and Samsung and Samsung's really pushed it. There's Google, Oculus. Uh, that's the new one, right? The, the big well, one, the Oculus. It? I think the Oculus Rift has sort of uh, gone by the wayside because it was so expensive. It was like two grand or something for the Oculus Rift. Yeah, I thought I thought they were just the news for something here. Oh, the wife was home. Um, but you take your Samsung Galaxy phone or your iPhone, um, and I say Samsung's pushed it a lot, and you put it in like a $20 headset, and you're in a VR world. Uh, so I, I, could, I could see the technology of this expanding. And It was. It was pretty cool. It was actually my very first VR full immersion like that. I've tried like the goggles. You know, you put your phone on it and whatever. Oh, I've never tried it. This was my first uh, as well. I've never. Shannon's kids had that. Sure. I think, I guess, I think yeah. they still have it. I they never use it because that's as, as exciting as it is on those. But we don't have kids or having or around any kids to be like, let me try that new toy. Well, they always have all the newest stuff, so right. <laughs> they are gamers for sure. Cool. So that's the void. What else? What else? Uh, uh, well, should we talk about Kanye? I know nothing about Kanye. I, I did see a couple of comments <laughs> of him in the in the press, but I actually. I've been immersed in uh, writing, and uh, so I've been in my own little world. Um, but uh, yeah, what? Tell me about Kanye. What do you, uh, Kanye? you know, Kanye. You know, his thing about being friends with Donald Trump or whatever. That's fine. Whatever is political, he wants to, and that's cool. But on is T, I think Trump I, acknowledging their friendship. Oh yeah, they okay, have pictures legit. together. Yeah, right, cool, whatever. Cool. Yeah, it's not. Well, it could be Kanye's head because he's a little crazy. Well, the basketball player. Uh, the, the crazy basketball player with all the tattoos is friends with Kim Jong, right? Yeah, but I don't know. Kim What's Jong. his name? He uh, was on. He was on The Apprentice. Uh, Dennis too. Dennis Rodman. Dennis, yeah, Rodman. Yeah, Rodman's friends with Kim Jong. So why can't he's Kanye. a lot? Also, he's the one who used to wear like the wedding dress. To... Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, so Kanye is friends with Trump. Yeah, which okay. isn't. I'm, I'm not. It, it's not about that. It's just something. It, he. So that happened like last week or two weeks ago, and then okay. this week it was um, slavery was a choice. Oh, Kanye said that slavery, slavery was, a, was choice? a choice. Yeah. Okay. So I just don't understand his mind on how like uh, how crazy do you have to be to say slavery is a choice? Like, well, so if what I remember of history was um, that it was a choice, like in Africa, you could like there was this promised land. They were enticing people to get on boats. And that there was just going to be all this work and everything over here. That may and have then, been some. And the boats crossed. Some interesting history books because I think it was covered in Amistad. Um, but then once they got on the boats, the boats was, were terrible passage. And then once they got here, they found out that they were in a life of uh, servitude or slavery, um, which is still what happens. Like uh, there's modern day stories of uh, foreigners who ship over here inside of uh, shipping crates and they, and they pay all sorts of money and then when they get here they find that they're 
uh, indentured servitude to have to make garments or sex slaves or yeah, whatever until their their debts are paid off. A lot of off. places keep getting busted for that. But I think there was a point where, like, hey, Africans, come to the promised land. It's great. See, I don't think that's true. As far as I know in the history was, it was but uh, then I, other tribes uh, taking over these other tribes and s- selling them to the Europeans who were taking them. Right. So then the next part, as I understood it, was there wasn't enough people to... Uh, that were willing to get on those boats and leave Africa. So then, so then there were people that were purchased, like the 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 ship owners, or I guess the distributors, the go-betweens, because it really wasn't the farm owners here. But they would buy, yeah, uh, captive prisoners or whatever from other tribes. Or they were capturing people yeah, or something going to like capture that because you would have mercenaries kind of go in there and capture a bunch of a bunch of africans and right but then wasn't there deals because it also comes out sometimes you hear like oh well the africans sold their own out because like well they did but that's because a a tribe took over another tribe right and then so, they yeah. would take those captors Absolutely and they would they sell did. them to the to the guys on the boat who would then bring them over here and yeah, then they would sell i don't them want them. i don't want this opposite tribe and my enemy right. around me i'm going to send them off right so there's i mean there's kernels of truth I guess, or could be kernels of truth to what Kanye said. And based on everything that I know about Kanye, uh, he clearly is undereducated and, and doesn't know. <laughs> he's crazy. He doesn't understand he's a, he's, I think he's a great artist. Yeah, I think he's a great artist, and I think he's a, little, he's a little out there. So I could see that he read one sentence. Why do you think he's a great artist? Like, uh, I think Kanye has, like, one or two good songs. I am I am honestly not a huge fan, but from what, you know, the people that I know who love that music uh, love his lyrics and stuff like that. Like, they... Yeah, but... It's not my thing. That's that's but, like that's like the people that you know who love folk music think the Smothers Brothers are great, so therefore the Smothers <laughs> Brothers are some of the finest artists ever. No. And in the folk industry, are they not? Uh, in the folk industry. Exactly. So Kanye, yeah, Kanye is a big deal in the... Hip hop, yeah, it'd be what hip-hop. is he? Is he rap? rap? Yeah, he'd be rap because I, I don't know. I don't R&B, know what the hell he does. Some of his music, I think, is all right, but like, I think on a whole, I think the Black Eyed Peas are much more enjoyable. Listenable, listen to. yes, I, well, I agree <laughs> also. But there, are, you know, I, I think his lyrics and stuff. Like that, and what the, I hear from other people, that that's in the hip hop world. I find that I enjoy female artists far more than the male artists. Like, really? Yeah, like Nicki Minaj, Minaj, like. Nikki, um, uh, uh, trainer, Megan trainer. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. There, there songs. are some like Halsey right now is who I really, I really love Halsey's voice. I don't know who the hell Halsey is. If you heard some of her songs, I, I, I'm horrible okay. about song names, so, but you'd be like, Oh uh, yeah, I know that song. But, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't hate Kanye. Uh, I mean, oh, I don't, I, I don't, I think he's crazy. He, he chose the best Kardashian. Really? Yeah, I think I think Kim's the hottest. Hmm. I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of any of them. I wouldn't say that I'm. No, I so am I not either. If, but I, I think I, Kim I is out of the out of the group. Kim is clearly the hottest. Hmm. The fact that that mom was able to produce Kim is pretty amazing because that mom <laughs> is not attractive at all. Um, and also, you know, I mean, the proportions on her are just mind boggling. Like I, I wouldn't describe. If I were to describe my ideal woman, it wouldn't be Kim. Um, but come on, if you went into a whorehouse and there was a lineup and one of those girls had Kim's body, you'd be like, 
well, I'm going to try this. <laughs> let's, I, well, let's go this uh, route. I'm trying to picture like, because uh, I'm just she's got like a, a fan. She could walk up to me, and I don't know if I'd know who Kim is. I honestly have. Well, she's know. the girl who's got a double zero waist. <laughs> Does she? Because I after like, she have two kids butt. or whatever now. I think she's still shaped that way, but I, I don't stay up on her Instagram. So anyway, what else did, did Kanye? Didn't Kanye say anything, something else? I think he was in the news for a few things. Was that it? Oh, I don't. I don't know. I thought that was the biggest. I mean, it's, slavery was a choice, and but and then he loses. I forgot what it was like nine million uh, Twitter followers. Really? Is, yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of people are like, dude. <laughs> you're, well, he lost some for the Donald Trump thing, which, like I said, it's whatever politics. It's that's fine if he wants to be friends with them. That's cool. That's on him. But to say, like, hey, slavery is a choice. And then if you ever saw some of the memes that came out on that were just so funny. It's like, oh, yeah, it was my choice to get. Hey, how much is my paycheck this week? Oh, that's right. Zero. Okay. So number one, I, I search Kanye on YouTube and uh, then filter it by number of views. And the number one song had, that has 480 million views is Katy Perry featuring Conway. So it's not even Conway. The number two song with uh, 29 million views. Now imagine that. Fucking 480 million views to 29 million views. That's the next step down. 29 million views is Rihanna, Kanye West, Paul McCartney, four or five seconds. So I didn't even know Paul McCartney was in a song. So it's not even a Kanye song. Then we get down to... Paul McCartney was at Coachella a couple years ago. Uh, Okay, but I mean, that's got 30 million. So then we get down to the next most popular song, which is finally Kanye West, a song called Stronger, that has 4 million views. 4 million... But isn't Stronger, I want to say, isn't that Daft Punk? I am totally looking at the wrong... I fucked this up. I totally fucked this up. I should erase this and start over. (laughs) The Katy Perry song, I ended up looking at the wrong number. I was looking at subscribers. So the Katy Perry song featuring Kanye has 480 million views. The Rihanna song has 389 million views. And then Conway by himself with the song Stronger has 280 million views. So it's still about half of that Katy Perry song to finally get to Kanye West with this Stronger song. But Jack. I want to say stronger. But isn't that Daft Punk? Isn't that uh, from? Sounds like Daft Punk. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good song. So the so it's him rapping over their beat. Yeah. Okay. So then the next song, the next one down, most popular with 220 million views, is Big Sean Blessings featuring Drake and Kanye. Then the next song is Drake, Kanye, Lil Wayne, Eminem. Then Jay-Z, Kanye. Then Kanye, Gold Digger, featuring Jamie Foxx. Um, and nothing but a gold digger. Right. And then Looking Kanye forward. featuring Rihanna, Kid Cuddles, Cuddy, Cootie. Um, then Carrie Hilston featuring Conway. Then Kanye featuring Big Sean. I don't... He doesn't make any music on his own. He's got like two songs on his uh, own. Isn't that what all of them do these days, though? <laughs> no, I, but that's no. I, that's my point. Is like if I go, uh, let's say M E G A N T R A Y N O R. Oh, Megan Trainor, I think is different. I think she's. 
Well, yeah, okay, but there's okay. I do like Megan Trainer. All right, so she's all about that bass, and then her next song down is Charlie Puth featuring Megan Trainer. Then Megan Trainer, Megan Trainer, Megan Trainer. Oh, that one features John Legend. Then Megan Trainer, Megan Trainer. Okay, there's a bunch of songs here she did on her own. Um, who else? Nikki. Uh, Nikki's going to be featured in a lot of other ones also. Right, but let's look at the most popular uh, by, by view count. Uh, Ariana Grande featuring Nikki, David Gurella featuring Nikki, Jesse and Ariana Grande and Nikki. Yeah, and she's more of a. Justin Bieber and Nikki. So, yeah, then we finally get to Anaconda and then Super Bass, Cardi B featuring Nikki, Katy Perry, Swish, Swish. Taylor Swift, wasn't that a Taylor Swift? Uh, swish Swish? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a diss or something like that yeah. to Taylor Swift. Uh, so Katy Perry, uh, Roar is on her own, then Dark Horse is on her own, Taylor Swift, Bad Blood featuring Kendrick Lamar, then Katy Perry on her own, Katy Perry on her own. I don't, I feel like, yeah, so that's why I say like, how do I like, how do I think that Kanye is any good? He's just featured in a bunch of stuff and that's cool. Like, he's... Obviously, he's a really good producer, and I do remember the story about Jamie Foxx. It was Kanye's idea for Jamie to read that, to Jamie Foxx's part in uh, uh, Gold Digger. Uh, so maybe Kanye is a really good uh, producer, and maybe. then he's featured, and okay. I know he has a big following. It's not my style. Well, because I, mean, I mean, Trump has a big following. You, when you say, when you're famous and you say and do stupid shit, people follow you. Uh, and you always want to be in the spotlight, right? Uh, I was reading last night that you heard about the Blue Whale Challenge game from... It's now a couple of years old, right? I do not know the Blue Whale. So the Blue Whale Challenge game was a game that uh, started to circulate on the internet. And uh, it you downloaded... Teenagers downloaded an app. And for 50 days, they did 50 consecutive things. And the final thing was they killed themselves. They committed suicide. Um, mm-hmm. And... Uh, it would start with challenges of like, and the kids, I guess, didn't know. So you download, the kids would download the app and the app would, uh, was spyware. It would start pulling things off of the kids' phones. Um, their, you know, photos, their things, private texts, things like that. And the people who were running the game would then begin threatening the kids that if the kids didn't, uh, complete the tasks, then they would, um, uh, notify their parents of various things that they found out off of their phone and it would go for 50 days and it would start with basic things like uh, wake up at uh, 4 30 in the morning and watch a horror movie and it would slowly progress to like stand on the peak of your roof um and then and it was a it, it was a whole psychological brainwashing scam that sucked you in for 50 days of doing sounds these like a things. black mirror episode and, yeah and and doing this stuff and then the final task was to kill yourself and uh it's not clear if this was a hoax or if it really happened um it's it's an interesting read i like i said i'm writing so it was one of the things i read about last night and i, and I had heard about it previously there is apparently a russian guy who's taken um responsibility for the blue whale challenge that he was the person behind it and he was trying to cleanse uh, society from um, losers, terrible people. Uh, but that could also be fabricated, too, that this guy's existence. It's not clear, and it's in Russia, so it's not, 
you know, their their media isn't plentiful. <laughs> um, no. And there, there's debunking. Like you can look up on uh, Snoop's, and there's various countries who are like, there's reported suicides that have been that are attributed to this, but there's no actual link. So. I don't know myth or not, but the guy in one of the stories that I read and what I was going to connect to now, uh, the guy who took responsibility for killing sick, being having his hand and killing sixteen girls through the Blue Whale Challenge, uh, he started receiving uh, fan mail from young girls who were then in love with him after finding out what it was that he did, and you know just misguided youth, right? Uh, um, uh-oh, excited cheat. Right. Um, but that's what happens, right? I mean, that's how Richard Ramirez got a wife. You know, people love following stupid. They do. The, the, uh, the guy who shot up uh, Parkland down in Florida also right. got uh, a following right now. He has a bunch of girls, apparently, who want him. Uh, and I walked away from the mic. Uh-oh. Do you, need to, do you want to leave this open? So... So I don't quite understand how it is. Like you would get that you are. Hmm. I'm here all alone. Where are we? You're all by yourself. Oh, here all I am. Yeah. So I don't understand how. Like there are people who like. All right, I'm back at my seat. Want to be part of that? I don't. Like, what's the attraction there? Like, so Nicholas Cruz, that's the kid who shot up the Parkland High School. Right. So I want to be his girlfriend. But I'm never going to see him except for the one day I'm allowed to get married and consummate. Yeah, well, well, no. Uh, Richard Ramirez, after he married that girl, there were further conjugal visits. It's right. not just the one time. Once you're married, there are conjugal visits that can, that can continue. So that's the trick is if an inmate can find a girl to marry him, then they've got conjugal visits on the hook. Well, I know there was someone who was trying to marry Charlie Manson, and Manson was like, no. He turned her away. Oh. And this was maybe four or five years ago. He's like, no, I'm, you just want to do it because of who I am. Manson. Like the name. Right. Oh, oh, because, yeah, then maybe, yeah, maybe she would be trying to capitalize that outside of there. Uh, Manson was just crazy. <laughs> Manson was crazy. Like, and there's a, there's a clear difference between the Manson crazy and the, and the Richard Ramirez crazy. Richard Ramirez was the night stalker. I don't like, know, because, so, Charlie Manson, like, got people to do things. Like, he didn't actually take a hand in it, but he was able to manipulate people to want to do these no, things. No, but what I mean is, like, uh, Charlie's opinions would just change based on uh, whoever he was trying to manipulate or whatever story, whatever shock story would sell the most. Like, Richard Ramirez thought that he was the right hand of Satan and always just thought, like, he was, it was satanic and... He was killing people. He was doing it for the good of of Satan. Let me put it this way. Richard Ramirez would not tweet that uh, um, slavery was uh, willful. (laughs) Was by choice? Slavery was by choice. choice. Yeah, Richard Ramirez wouldn't tweet that. But but, uh, Charlie Manson, depending on what shock value it would get, he would. That's that's he important. To me. If he was living today and today, uh, right, well, he's now dead. Not, he but, just died. but if he was doing the same things he was doing today, yes, he'd be tweeting out stuff like uh, that. So anyway, Parkland, some girl wants to, not girls. multiple, yeah. yeah, multiple girls, right? So the brother is wondering, or they're seeing this, and they're kind of worried about the brother. I guess I don't know, kind of weird. 
Well, but that's, I mean, that's the He's thing about the this blue whale challenge and, and people, the, the problem with Parkland and the problem with the Vegas shooter is, and I'm going to, I'm going to bring this back to something that I always bitch about is overpopulation. And the more populated that we've become, the more disconnected we have become. Uh, and people like the the guy in Vegas, it the people who end up doing these things almost all the time, there is nobody in their life who they have strong relationships with that they could talk to, that they could, uh, uh, you know, whatever, get this out. One had the girlfriend for years. He did have the girlfriend, and he had his brother. But apparently, those even even as I had read before, and I haven't read about it in a while, but uh, that was kind of a vague relationship as well. Um, and let's face it, there's a lot of people who were married and married for a long time, uh, and their wives don't know their sexual habits. Which is why they're cheating on their wives all the time. Back to the Kardashians. Back to the Kardashians. Yeah, uh, that's Kendrick, right? Lamar, isn't he the one? Uh, that... Jenner, Bruce Jenner, and, and uh, oh well, sure. I guess we could go that way. I was just thinking the bat. Yeah. One of them was dating a basketball player that ended up in a hotel with like twelve hookers or something, right? Yeah, but I mean, Lamar, like he took yeah, too much Viagra with a bunch <laughs> of hookers or something. I think it was. It. Um, but anyway, so maybe his girlfriend didn't know him that well, but. Uh, you you generally, well, at least I haven't heard of a situation where one of these people has gone crazy and there's a whole support group of people who are just like, oh, my God, I know everything about that person. I like I went to the void with them and we shot some stormtroopers and like I hung out with them all the time. Yeah, they do a podcast the, oh, with him. <laughs> That's always what it is, right? Yeah, he never talks to anybody. He's always quiet. He seems to be a nice guy. So if any of my neighbors are quiet, but see, if the population, I believe if the population were lower, you would interact with your neighbors more. But the abundance, it's like the abundance of advertising makes us immune to advertising. The abundance of people causes us to put up these walls and shut a bunch of people out. because they because there's always people. You there's not get always. Away from people. Right. You can't get away from it. Um but if people were a scarcity, then you would have to invite your neighbors over for a barbecue. And you used to when people were a scarcity. Now, if you have a barbecue, do you invite your neighbors? No, my, yeah, no I usually don't invite my neighbors. See? Neither do I. Um, when I first moved in, my very first barbecue, I invited my immediate neighbors, you know, get to know you. But since that point, I've never invited them. Um, I don't think... I don't think I have either. I oh, wave yeah, at him. Jill across the street, I I don't know if I can handle him. He's just drunk. He's okay. Just, so it's, Kenny probably wouldn't come. He's like 85. But in, in the 50s or 60s, these would be the people that you would invite yeah, over. Wants, yeah, your neighbors, and you do right. things together, and you play Bunko, whatever the game is right. at the time. And, uh, yeah. And, now we and there would be them. less likelihood that Joe would be drunk or would be unhandleable because the whole neighborhood would know and Joe would be ashamed before Joe became that person or got to that point. The whole neighborhood knows like he's tried to crash the sweet 16 party down the street before just totally plastered. Uh, Like everyone knows like that's just Joe. Right. But you look back at like 
in the every well at least everything that's depicted of the 50s and 60s that uncle or that neighbor that got unruly was escorted out and wasn't welcome back so you know you and then oftentimes like would get kicked out of the neighborhood if you were the adulterer or something like that yeah, you'd be shamed of the, the shamed yeah the letter on you the scarlet right. letter so the overpopulation is what's is a what's attributed to a lot of these crazy crimes now back to this girl or these girls they're lonely we live in an overpopulated society but they're lonely they have no friends they have no they have no meaningful relationships so they're willing to have a relationship with this guy like i that i what the hell if my daughter was one of those people i have completely failed right. my oh, sister God. i would be so concerned like um we have totally failed he's such a good guy he didn't mean to do it it we have totally failed i mean basically if your kid wants to have a relationship with that guy your kid is one step away from the blue whale challenge or picking up a gun and taking out oh, their I, fellow uh, students i agree with that too because there's there's a little mental something not right yeah, it's yeah there's definitely something <laughs> not right and i don't know that i mean it it's very easy to just say oh it's mental they're mentally crazy i don't think that's always the case i feel like like that dude the the vegas guy i don't know he went through life he was pretty successful he was uh uh you know he worked for the government and i don't know that he was crazy we like to just say he was crazy i think he went crazy something something happened that made him do that but I don't know that, you know, you label that guy for whatever he was, 60-some years old. You label him for 60 years as, oh, yeah, he's always been nuts. Uh, I think he's just lonely. Yeah, something in him just snapped one day, whatever it was. If you think they contributed to his gambling because he was a big gambler and he wasn't doing well, which can definitely... But he still had plenty of money in the bank. He wasn't broke. No, but you're gambling and you're losing. You're not... It's depressing. Yeah, it's depressing. Gambling is depressing. Right. Again, no support group. Yeah. Right. Um, m- most people who have done these things uh, are lonely. If they had if they had people in their lives, if they had a support group, they don't end up that way. Or, you know, they do it for, you know, the higher power. They do it for the greater for good Satan. is what, what they think they're doing. Yeah. Whether it's for Satan or it's a terrorist attack, you know. Uh, in if, the you, name if you would have seen Avengers, we could talk about that because Thanos. It's his then that would be a spoiler for our audience. I, wanna... I guess so. It's been out for a week. Not everyone has it yet. <sighs> um, but his whole thing, which isn't a spoiler, is he's trying to wipe up, take out half population everywhere because of overpopulating and killing off everything. Okay, I like so, him. So it's not so it's not so it's not necessarily it's not a spoiler by any means because everyone knows that's what that's his whole deal. What he's trying to do is to be able to uh, save all these different planets, but by doing that, he has to kill off half of everybody on whatever planet it is. Okay, randomly. So right. It's not like all the rich people, all the poor people. It's just a random thing. Right. We need to purge. Yeah, he keeps saying it's mercy. Right. Uh, and you know, I've had the discussions with the kids about if it's. Because they're like, no, you shouldn't be doing that. I'm like, but at some point, our planet isn't going to be beautiful anymore. Right. We're going to have so many people who are starving and stuff like that. What do you do? We do. Point? We have so many homeless people here in Los Angeles. I mean, everywhere, but here in Everywhere, yeah. 
uh, but it's not to the point where you know the mountains are barren because there's nowhere for people to go or there's no food to be grown and stuff like that. Uh, so I see the point as yes, I mean the Earth keeps trying to give different diseases and stuff like that, right? We have the bubonic plague, we have all these things of. Europe. But if you think about it, it's really only through technology that there is an abundance of food. If it wasn't for genetically oh, yeah. modified Absolutely. foods, all for GMO stuff. but I mean, if it wasn't for GMOs and the technology that allows cattle to get fatter and produce more, the there wouldn't be enough. The mountains would be barren. There wouldn't be enough food to s sustain the population. I agree with that. And we have that whole thing about GMOs. Heaven used to always be, she read something in high school, did some kind of project. And then right. She's against GMOs. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have GMOs, we're well, not going to survive. That corn, that... They can grow in whatever it is we can grow it in. And, you know, the rice, it's able to grow in less water. Right. Uh, we need that. We need that because our population is yeah. out of control. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I read a story this past week. We have an issue of homeless to deal with homelessness here in Los Angeles County. And uh, there was a uh, husband and wife who live in an RV and a new law was just passed that doesn't allow that RV to park in residential neighborhoods and restricts now certain industrial neighborhoods. So the RV campers are being pushed further and further out. And as I'm reading the story, he's like, so, you know, we find a new place and uh, things are good for a while, but then, you know, it starts to go bad. And, you know, my eight children, and I just, that's where I just stopped, my eight children. And I was like, to end up homeless, you have to make a series of bad decisions. And your bad decision was somewhere around number three. Like eight children, my eight children. Well, of course you're fucking how I, I just don't. And I'm so frustrated when I read this because, you know, I've walked down Hollywood Boulevard many times. I've seen homeless people and there's something in me that feels sad that, you know, I feel bad for them. I don't do anything for them because it's, I mean, I'm sent too cynical. It's just going to go to drugs. It's just going to go to waste. It's not going to do any damn good. My tax dollars already pay for a bunch of programs that's supposed to, you know, help these people. And that's the cynicism, cynicism in me. But then, like, there's something that overrides the emotion and goes into practicality and goes like, well, you fucking deserve it. Like, what? how many bad decisions did you make to end up this way? I always wonder that, too. Like, if you have <clears throat> seven kids and you're homeless, why are you having that eighth? <laughs> well, yeah. Right? I mean, we couldn't know. afford protection. Maybe you shouldn't be having sex. <laughs> right? Oh, we love each other. As they say kids are, what is it, a quarter of a million to raise? Oh, it's going to be more than that. I think it was a quarter of a million per kid. You can't, wait a minute. You can't even put them through school. You can't even put them through college for that. Well, I think it's up to 18. After that, they're on their own. See, but that's the other bullshit part of this is like, if you're going to be a parent, you need to be responsible for that kid's education. And this is and okay. You and I have had this discussion. I don't know if we've had it on the podcast. We've had it off the podcast uh, about the expense of education today. I believe if parents paid for their kids' education, there wouldn't be a problem with kids owning having student loans. Student loans wouldn't exist. Student loans were put into effect for those unfortunate people who didn't have parents or ended up in an, in an unfortunate situation and the government extended an olive branch of like, hey, here's a way you can make it. 
not to get a stupid liberal arts degree to be able to be a Walmart greeter, but here's a way that you can go and yeah, it's going to cost you some money, but you can become an attorney or a pharmacist or whatever, and you can still succeed. It's going to be tougher for you. But when people just continue reproducing and they have no means of that kid's education all the way through college, that's where the problem, that's where everything breaks down. It shouldn't be a burden on society of just like, oh, well, they'll just get student loans. That irks the shit out of me. When people, I'm like, if you tell me that you got student loans, I'm like, your parents didn't, they didn't do the right job. They shouldn't have had you. They had no business having you. Well, I have student loans. Still have student loans. Right. And your parents had no business having you. They should have paid for your education. They yeah, should have they thought that. They did some of it. They did. Um, but they didn't pay for all of it. I take a hard line on this, they, and I and I like your parents. And they I put a lot of money into my education. Wow, that crackled. Why did that crackle? I don't know. So I, I did. So this is why I'm testing these microphones. Uh, my parents did put a lot of money into my education to begin with, going to ACU, the Abilene Christian University, where right. it was expensive for me to go out there and live out there. You know, private school wasn't as cheap as a state school. So I think they did put money into it. I think uh, I exhausted. <laughs> so then. So then they failed at raising you correctly to have a goal in life. Well, I, I, I don't know. You, when you raise a kid, you can't tell them what their goal in life is going to be. But we used to. I mean, we used to. Look, if you were born into a parents that were farmers, you were going to be a farmer. If you were, and, you, and they didn't need to worry about education, just needed to teach you how to, you know, manage the fields. And those farmers, those kids... More. And you and you can get more technology on your farm, right? Right, right, and and that that has absolutely happened. Uh, but um, if you were born to a factory worker, you were going to be a factory worker. Then somewhere along the line, the American dream was dangled in front of you, and it was like, hey, you could become more. And here's how you can become more: the government will extend the student loan to you, so you can go become that. And if you go back to the beginning of that, how many of those kids were signing student loans and going like, I, I just want to go to college. I don't really know what I want to do, but, you know, most I guess I'll kids, just take well, my pre I'm talking about, age. no, wait a minute. I'm talking about 1960s, 70s when student loans really started to come about, when that farming kid was like, I want to go get an engineering degree to figure out how to become a better farmer for my parents or to, to figure out how to build cars or whatever that kid did. There's still a lot of just kids in general at that age. They don't know what they want to do. They don't know what they want to do, but they weren't signing loans for just like, I don't, I guess I'll just take uh, oh, you know what? Psychology sounds fantastic. Well, that's, what, that's what kids do today. They're fucking is, stupid. It is what they do today because that's what society tells them they have to do. Everyone needs to go to college. We need thinkers and not doers. And you and need to go to college fun. if whatever you want to do in life is is requires college. If you don't know what you want to do, don't go to college. But everyone says you need to go to college. That's and that that's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, that's a crazy system. We need I, someone to flip a burger. We need doers. Right. Absolutely. And I tell my kids that all the time. We need plumbers, electricians. They make more money than I do. And I have a master's degree. Right. But my plumber, who is in my house today, I'm sure makes a hell of a lot more money than right. I do. Right. Um, you know, and I'm constantly, you know, my kids I teach special ed. So let's be honest. They're not going to a four-year university. They're not going right. to get that. So I'm constantly trying to push these different you know, trade schools. But... All through high school, all they ever hear is, you're going to college. You need to go to college. It's not, you need to go to trade school. Our high schools have gotten rid of all our, uh, our, or not all of them, but a lot of our trades. So 
Luckily, at the school I'm at now, they do have mechanics uh, or auto shop. But there's no such thing as wood or electric. So I remember, you know, I took electric, I took metal, I took wood shop. I had all these shops available. Right, so I now, did too, yeah. And now they're no longer available. We right. don't have those things. Because of uh, cutbacks. You can't have, we don't have money for wood shop. We don't, that's, that was the, it's not me- important. You wasn't that called the mechanical arts? Is that, uh, that It's uh, industrial arts. Industrial arts, okay, the industrial um, arts. But they don't think it's important. Right. It's, it's, it's more important for you to sit there and study a book there are people, and I tell my kids that all the time, like there are people who are great at studying and are going to go to college route. And there are, there are people who are great with their hands. Right. That need to go a different route. But the America doesn't put them in that route. In America, it's like, no, you need to go to college. You don't need to go to college. I can fix anything. If you watch uh, uh, Shameless, what's his name? Lip. Okay. Lip can fix everything. Okay. Right? He can build things out of his mind, and they're trying to push him to go to college. He, spoiler, he doesn't finish college. <laughs> If you haven't seen Shameless. I haven't seen Shameless. Oh, you haven't seen it? No, I I can't afford Showtime. <laughs> Speaking of which, I cord cut. But anyway, um, back to uh, uh, kids and loans. Um, uh, I The things that I learned in plastics, metal, and wood, I am sure, I'm 100% sure, influenced my ability today to uh, fix anything and build things and repair things and just uh, and look at something and just go, oh, well, this is what we need to do. Um, just the fundamentals of those three semesters that I spent, one in wood, one in shop, and one in metal. Uh, and I think the idea of, uh, I know, I, even though I don't have access to all the stuff to work with metal or to work with plastics, uh, I understand, I've seen it, and I understand the fundamentals of, oh, this can be done in metal or in plastic. Um, I have all the stuff to work with wood, and I, I think that's the most common thing to work with. The next thing for me probably would, would be to purchase a welding machine and to start working with metal. Uh, but I find that, like, the reason I never did it is, is that seems, it seems like a commitment to Scientology. Like, metal workers don't really dabble. Like they they have a full setup and like metal becomes part of their veins. Like it just becomes a thing. And I'm like, uh, hard. anybody can weld, but not everybody can weld good. Weld well. Right, weld well. <laughs> not everybody can weld well. Um, yeah, yeah. Wes does welding. Right. But he doesn't say he's a welder. He's like, I can't make it look pretty. It's like I can put things together and I can build stuff for the movies. Right. Because it doesn't have to look perfect. Right. But he's like, there's no way I get a job welding. Well, sure. But again, with woodworking, uh, there's a difference between uh, framing a house and finished carpentry. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, well, it's much more detailed. Right. I, I can manage with finished carpentry. I can make my way through it. Wood's easy to buy more of and, and cut three or four times to get it right. <laughs> uh, but, and I'm... And I'm sure with enough practice, I could probably manage with ornamental welding. And it, well, anybody can with enough practice. But fundamentally, you learn how to weld, and well, we can build something out of metal. I mean, I'm sure that Wes could build a scaffolding that could hold a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't look great, but the welds will hold. Like Absolutely. they're clunky, but they'll hold. Um, and that's, and that's, and that's, that's you're right. That's like being a, uh, a carpenter framer versus a finished welder or a finished uh, carpenter. Yeah. 
But I agree. I, you know, when I was in Jamaica, it's honeymoon, <laughs> right? But I was talking, you know, they're like, oh, you're, yeah, we're doing something with the tour guides. Yeah, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm a teacher. And so we start talking. He's like, you know, in eighth grade in Jamaica, they either go towards a college route or they go towards a trade school. Mm -hmm. Like, that's brilliant. Like, why don't we do something like that? I don't know. I, I, I mean... I feel uh, one of the things and one of the reasons we've never had kids is or we haven't had kids is I feel like I need to be responsible for that kid to go through, go to Harvard and become a lawyer. And if that kid wants to become a plumber, then I just saved a whole bunch of money. Uh, and part of the American dream for parents used to be you buy a house, you live in that house. And after 18 years, you can refinance that house and pay for your kid's college. And even still today that is pretty workable. Like if you bought a house 18 years ago and didn't refinance it, you could hawk it, you could cash out of your house and put one or two kids through college. Now, the moment that you begin having eight kids, well, you need to have five houses. Like if you can't afford five houses, you shouldn't have eight kids. But people lose sight of this balance. They don't have they either have eight kids and they rent or they have eight kids and they own the house or they, you know, two kids and they don't own a house. I don't know where you're going to get that money to put those kids through school. And there's a, there's this cool cartoon on that I've seen online, the difference between white privilege and not white privilege. And as a white privilege kid, you grow up and it's like, Oh, of course you're going to go to college. Of course you're going to, you're going to grow up and be something. And without white privilege, it's like, well, I mean, if you can, if you can manage to get a job and some scholarships, then maybe college is in your future. And that alone from, you know, as a kid and injected a new kid is just like, well, if I want to go to college, the only way is, is you know, I'm going to have to find student loans or keep up my grades and my grades have slipped. So now that's not going to happen. So I have no future in college and you're headed downhill and you're headed to become that dishwasher where that white privileged kid is just like, my grade slip, it doesn't matter. My parents will just buy a wing, you know, at Harvard and I'll go. You're always just like on this trajectory. And it's interesting. This is just one of the things that that cartoon covers. But the tiny little fundamental differences between the two groups. And I feel like I would, with a kid, I would just be like, yeah, of course. If you, You're you going to go to Harvard if you can, if that's what you want to do. Um and meanwhile, I would secretly be like, you know, plumbing's not bad. Mom and dad can buy an apartment building if you don't go to Harvard, and then you can plumb that. Um, right. Live for free, be a manager, and plumb it. Right. Yeah, that's a future for you. Um, anyway, uh, I cord cut. So I, I, my, today is May 3rd, May 6th, my cable goes off and my phone goes off and all i have uh -oh. is internet what? yeah i just i'm just left with internet uh the, i dropped my bill from uh so my bill was 170 dollars for cable phone and internet and didn't even have showtime or hbo's or no HBO's. showtime no hbo nothing 170 dollars. that was for two years and that gets me 100 megabits up and 100 megabits down and uh, I, I actually speed tested it and I'm getting 100 megabits up. I was blown. I was getting like 85 down, but it registered 100 up. And I was like, holy crap, that's super fast you, to, to have that up. I looked at the cable company Spectrum, which is who you're with, and I could get 100 megabits down, but it was only 15 megabits up. 
And I was like, well, that's a big difference. And plus, you told me that your connection was spotty, and my connection's never been spotty. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that all of a sudden we'll be watching something and we'll be like, oh, it's done. Yeah, and we've never had that problem. Uh, and we've had Netflix, like, in between shows, it loses its connection, and I just have to reset it, and then it, I'm back on and everything is fine. So it's like a momentary, but not during an episode. Um, there, once it starts streaming, we're good. Yeah, I've, it does it. It does it a lot, especially during the we have the the live TV, and it does that a lot during the live TV. Just what is TV. your live TV is streamed over the internet? Yeah, we have Spectrum because I don't have cable, I don't have the antenna or anything like that. Because uh, I was told we can't get anything, so everything is streamed. So we have live TV through Spectrum. Right, but it's coming in through a cable. Yeah, but it still cuts off because it's streaming. I think you're confusing this. No, it goes through our Roku and gets it's all streamed and it shuts off. If you plug that wire into the back of your TV, will your TV get channels? No. It's all through the internet. Okay. That's, I, why that's it's only 20 bucks or whatever it is for, for 20 bucks or 20 channels. Or something. Yeah, I don't know. I looked up the costs for uh, Spectrum and I never found that $20, 20 channels. So I don't know what the hell that is. Um, uh, it spectrum spectrum was going to cost me 99 bucks for a year, $99 a month for a year. And then it would go up after that, but I could cancel and that would get me all three phone, cable, and internet files was, uh, at 180. And then once I let, got out of the contract, it went up to two, uh, 220, I think. And dropping down to just internet at 100 megabit, 100, 100 uh, megabit connection is costing me $70 a month, which uh, Spectrum would have charged me 45, but it would have brought me down to 15 megabit upload. And I was worried about the spottiness. So I was like, the hell with it. I'll, I'll stay with Fios. Now, Fios, I have a, a single fiber optic line that comes into the house which for those of you who are listening that don't know what fiber optic is, it's basically a, a plastic pipe, a plastic cable. It's a clear plastic cable that light travels through. And phone, internet, and TV travels through that line. Uh, all of it travels through that line. And uh, that line is actually capable of a lot more than, than just phone, cable, and internet. Like one fiber optic strand... Uh, can handle like fucking 10,000 phone calls at once or something like that, some crazy number. Um, And fiber optic strands, by the way, are the reason that India has all the data centers um, and has all the call centers and stuff. And you can Google that if you're really interested after you're listening (laughs) to the podcast. But that's what made India. Fiber optics. Uh, Now, cable. My my BMW had a bunch of fiber optics in it. Which sucked because if it crimped at all, yeah, it was screwed. If you, if you, all you got to do to end a fiber optic is just bend that cable and you snap it and it's done. The light can't travel. Um, uh, cable used to run so that copper wire came in your house and delivered TV on one frequency, but then the internet was operating on another frequency over the same copper line and your phone would operate under another frequency. So you just plug that cable in the back of your TV and your TV that operated at say 100 megahertz pulled in that signal where your phone was operating at like 50 megahertz and the internet was operating at 300 megahertz. And that's how it can all operate on the same line, but be separated. The megahertz signals I gave out are not correct, but 
Um, just to use numbers to give an example. But now you're saying that it's just a complete internet pipeline, which I guess would make sense because like the Fios, the fiber optic that comes in the house is just a single pipe. So they've changed it to just be a single pipe and everything is traveling down that pipe. I just have cable. That's all I have. So, I mean, I mean, all I have is internet. So it's part of the internet package. So you're paying for internet, but then in addition to that, you have like live TV through the internet that you pay a spectrum for. Yes. I didn't even see that offered on Spectrum. I went to Spectrum.com, didn't see it offered. Yeah, it's, I, I don't know, it's 20 bucks hmm. for 20 channels. But to, and you pick the channels. To be honest, I so I cut the core. I put a TV antenna on the roof. Um, I get, I don't know, 100 stations. Most of them are unwatchable. But I've got a 24-hour game show station that shows, like, old... Uh, match game? I love match game. Yeah, it's got, like, match game and uh, old weird stuff. Uh, password. They're all old. They're all, like, from the 70s. Um, but whatever, the questions are still the same. Uh, I've got like a Western station. I've Jim got like, Rayburn on, escapes on Match game. game. I just love him. I mean, uh, what's his name? Alec Baldwin did a pretty good job on the, on the game. Is the Match Game the one where they've got like six panels and they'll be like, an elephant blanked my what? And then <laughs> the six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that seems to be on a lot. Uh, I'm getting all the networks and then I bought a DVR for $40 and hooked up a hard drive to it. And that DVR works like a VCR where you set it to record Tuesdays at 8 o'clock, Channel 7. It seems to be working well enough. I mean, I've cut my bill over $100 a month. I'm saving $1,300 a year. What about your alarm? Uh, So my alarm, which communicates through the uh, phone, uh, I'm going to buy a... I'm either going to buy a module for it or I'm just going to buy a complete new alarm. And I think that's actually what I'm going to do. Because alarms are so cheap now. Um, a complete new guts, the circuit boards and a control panel, it's about $300. And does way more than my current alarm does. So uh, I'm gonna, in the next week or so, I'm going to upgrade my alarm system. And, That's uh, a Wi-Fi base, so it all goes right to your Yeah, phone. it goes voice over IP. So, yeah, it can communicates with the central hub now through the Internet and doesn't need a, an actual phone line. Or I could get a module for my current alarm that is a phone line. But my current alarm was actually made in 1994 and is a solid running alarm. Um, but I think that I can get a cooler control panel, a better, more interactive type control panel. It's smarter, keeps track of like door opening and closings and things like that, that I think might be kind of neat. Anyway, uh, but the truth is, is if I were to cut, uh, so I I pay $120 a year for alarms uh, monitoring and my homeowner's insurance gets cut by $120 a year. So it's a wash. But if I just gave up on that and paid the additional $120, I still am saving $1,300 a year. So to hell with it. It doesn't have to call a central station. And a matter of fact, for the first uh, seven years we lived here, it didn't. I didn't have a call a central station. I didn't have service at all. I got service when we went to uh, um, Europe. That was when I first got service. Hmm. And uh, it was because we were going to be gone for a month. And if without service, if the alarm went off, it would just keep going off and pissing my neighbors off. It would never stop. The service company can reset it. So that's why I, I paid for service. And then I just kept, it was 120 bucks a year. And because it became a wash with my homeowner's insurance, it cost me nothing. I figured the hell with it. And I, I've just left it. Um, but yeah, central station, I mean, if the alarm goes off, 
I'm going to wake up and we're capable of dialing 911. Yes, <laughs> that's true. So you would have to, with it, if I don't have service, you break into the house and you would have to beeline for my bre- bedroom and kill both of us before we could get to the phone. If you're that out to killing me, then you might as well just do it on the street. <laughs> and if I have a central service, what difference is it going to make? You're going to beeline for my bedroom and kill me anyway. So most of the time, the alarm is just detouring the burglar. And the moment the burglar hears the alarm, they're gone. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole point, right? That's the whole, yeah, which is why I went so many years without service, because that's the deterrent is the siren. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm cut, I've cut the cord. Um, and, oh, the other thing is, and the reason that I did it, is because all the apps, like uh, ABC, NBC, you can watch like the four most recent episodes of all the shows through their app. And granted, there's commercials there, but I'm saving $1,300 a year. Yeah, I'm watch a commercial or two. That's, that's the point that I've gotten to. And also, commercials aren't as bad as they used to be because the reason that we hate commercials is you had nothing else to do. Now, the moment a commercial comes on, you pick up your phone and you're shopping on Amazon until the commercial's over. I got shit to do and shit that'll just pause. <laughs> I can watch a YouTube video, hit pause, go back to the commercial. Commercial comes back on, finish watching my YouTube video. Yeah, for me, it's Soda Crush. Seems like I do that a lot. <laughs> Solitaire, right. There's a whole bunch of things you can do while those commercials are on. So I'm just like, I don't care. I'll... And if all else fails... In another three months, I just add TV back on, but I'm taking that gamble. I'm like, I'm I, I don't think you're gonna miss it. I, we haven't had it in in years. I haven't had it in what three years? I've had no kind of cable. Well, you're but you have twenty channels through the internet. I do now, yeah, but it's not necessarily I'm, for an extra twenty dollars. Oh yeah, because you were doing Hulu. That's how you were watching Walking Dead and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's the other thing. What's what's Hulu cost you? I don't know, because it's not mine. It's all Shannon stuff, so I've never worried about it. If everyone who's on Hulu would give us the money for it, I think we'd be down to probably like two dollars a person. Oh, because you're sharing. Because you share Hulu with. Get one month free. You can cancel your subscription. Ten bucks. I don't know. It it doesn't want to give you rates. uh, We have Amazon Prime. Yeah, I've got that too. I never watch it. Uh, we do, and that's actually what Walking Dead's on, because I think she buys the season. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then we watch it on that, which isn't very exciting anymore, so doesn't really matter. Um, and then we have Netflix, which also gets shared. Hulu, Hulu is seven ninety nine a month or $95 a year. So, yeah, there we go. So, Deanna and I like watching Survivor, Amazing Race, and Big Brother. All of those are CBS. For $10 a month, I can get the CBS app and no commercials. Without uh, the 10 bucks a month, you watch commercials and you still watch the shows. So that's 10 bucks a month. Hulu is uh, $8 a month and uh, Netflix is $8 a month. So that is uh, $26 a month. So in a year, that is $400. I'm still saving 900 bucks. And and that was that was the kicker is I was just like okay I can I can get these things like I can pay just specifically for one thing, so I feel bad about it because I work in TV and I wanted to like like be part of the contribution but I'm just this is ridiculous I mean not for the price 
thanks. The, the taxes and the, what they're trying to charge me, and I'm sure, I guess at some point, internet's going to cost me $300 a month, and then, I don't know, I'll give up on internet and TV altogether or something. I don't, I don't know what the hell the future is. I mean, Elon wants to fire satellites. He's got a plan to fire satellites into orbit and make the internet free for the planet. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, didn't Facebook want to do that also? I I hope so. I mean, that happens, then I don't know. I guess, well, that would eliminate the whole uh, um, paying for access with the hell, uh, net neutrality. If net, if the internet's just free and you're accessing satellites in orbit. That's true. Then, you know, you can no longer charge Netflix for a data, for the pipeline. But I guess at, at some point in to the, you know, companies, the service providers logic, if the entire data stream is capable of, let's say a hundred megabits and one company is taking up 50 of that, well, then they're clogging access for the rest of us. So there needs to be some sort of policing, I guess, unless it's just some kind of in unlimited data stream that there's still satellites. So it's not going to be as fast as wired, but that's not true because uh, there was a time when you we went dial up to DSL to T1 lines, which were all still the phone line, but everything got super fast. So just because under current technology, satellite isn't fast, doesn't mean tomorrow's That's technology true. is not going to be. I just think as of today. As of today, but. That's not super slow. It's just slow. But down. our, I mean, our. Uplink up is slower, right? Isn't that what it is? Down is comparable. But uh, up. Well, I think there was a point where you you could use satellite internet to download, but you had to use dial-up for the upload. So when you typed in uh, YouTube.com, that was sent through a dial-up connection, and then the web page was delivered back to you through a uh, through the satellite. But now I think it's a two-way street, and I, I don't know what the speed is. Right, that's how it was. It. The your requests went out through dial-up, but your responses came in through the satellite. Hmm. So it was delivered that way. Anyway, I, I don't know. Um, the the future, I'm sure, will have some sort of a satellite. Or there are still cities who have free internet throughout the city. And, um, you exactly. know. Central Park has free internet. See, and that. How fast it is, but. That could become uh, plentiful. Speaking of Santa Clarita, your Sears closed up. Yes, it did. Um, I was in March, I think. Yeah, uh, end of April, I think it was. Um, I was looking up uh, store closings. Thirty-eight hundred stores are going to close this year. Yeah. Toys R Us, Sears, Best Buy. We lost Kmart and Sears. Kmart and, Toys R Us and across the gamut of, uh, and this falls into the Amazon world of today. I went and I bought two thumb drives. And I had looked at the price on Amazon before I went to Best Buy, and I could have saved ten dollars and just had them here. Then, yeah. And I a couple of days ago, I looked at them on Amazon, and I thought about just clicking the buy button, but I was like, "Meh, I'm going to Costco. I'll see if Costco's got a cheap price on it. If not, Best Buy's right there." And as I was standing in Best Buy, it was just like two days ago. If I would have just clicked purchase, they'd be here. And uh, uh, wire. Oh, I needed a twelve gauge wire. And I'd looked at the price on Amazon and I could have had one 25 feet of it here for 15 bucks. And I was at Lowe's today and it cost me $12 for 10 feet. So I got half, less than half for about the same price. 
And yeah, so that's why stores are closing up. And I get that how can Lowe's compete, how can a brick and mortar compete with Amazon? And I don't know. Well, uh, Lowe's and Home Depot will always be around because you need something right away. You don't have the two-day wait. You're, you're building something you need. I can't imagine, I, at this point anyways, Amazon isn't going to be delivering a bunch of sheetrock. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like I said, right now, they're not going to be doing that. You know, your wrought iron fencing and stuff like that. I don't see them doing that currently. They uh, deliver groceries. They do, though. Do you do that? Do you get Amazon groceries? No. I don't either. Shannon has when she's living in Cincinnati, but I don't have yet. And it's weird because every Saturday we go to Vaughn's and we pretty much buy the same things every Saturday. And I don't know why we don't have Prime just deliver us a shipment every week. Right, because it's already on there. All you is the... No, you can. The you don't even need to hit click. You can just tell them to bring, send, give me five avocados every Monday. And then they show up. And... I guess there's this worry. Vons does that also. Are, yeah. Well, they have to because they know they're looking at the future and going, how are we going to stay in business? Um, they And Vons has you can place an order and they deliver it to you or you place an order and you pick it up. It's ready when you get there. Um, I guess I'm still in this mindset of uh, I need to pick out my own fruits and vegetables. No. See, it's not me. I just like going to the store. I just like walking and getting out of the house. Well, I like getting out of the house, too. One of my favorite things to do, and, and Deanna, Deanna doesn't like it as, like, as much as I do, I love going to the mall. Like on Saturdays, for some reason, I'm like, you want to go to the mall? Do we have, do you, uh, like her ring, she just lost a diamond in her ring, and I was like, oh, I guess we're going to go to the mall. And secretly, I'm just like, this is awesome. I get to go to the Apple store. I get to get, I get, to get Starbucks. We're going to go over to the Seas Candy store. And I always walk the entire mall. I walk the first floor all the way around, and the second floor, I do a loop. Um, I love going to the mall. And, I do, too. I love shopping. Shannon's not a big shopper. And I hate... Sam's. I love like going through all the different aisles just because. Oh, I'm going to check it out. You walk every aisle at Sam's when you go? Yeah. Oh, I don't do that. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> no. I haven't done it. Like, I did that, I don't know, the first few, a couple trips to Costco. I don't do that. That's dangerous. You'll buy a bunch of shit. <laughs> there is a bunch of stuff. They're like, oh, I, I definitely need that. You're just like, ooh, we could use a tool cart. We could we could use some new light bulbs. <laughs> you can't. You can never have enough light bulbs. Light bulbs go out. I actually have too many light bulbs right now because I made the change to compact fluorescent, and then there was a change to LED, and you know, and I still have incandescents. Like I won't throw them out. The the oh, actually, the bulb above you is a fluorescent. Um. But yeah, anyway. So uh, so what else? Uh, we, we've been at this for uh, an hour 18. Do we have anything else to add? No, not really. I think that's it right okay. now. Okay. I have 23 more days until summer. <laughs> is that what it is? Wait a minute, 23 more, more yeah, working days? Yeah. 23 more working days till summer? Till summer. All right, well, good for you. Yep, I'm excited for that. You should be. Okay, so I'm Vince Roca. I'm Michael Etchinson. For more on the show, visit getconvinced.com.